Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. For Arden Roof Systems, there's more to your roof than just shingles. You gotta come on. Back at it. Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Go watch our pre-show post for a heads up on when the KISS tickets will be today. All right. Yeah, giving away tickets to that final KISS show. The final one <laughs> the ever. last one. You better get on it. <laughs> this is it. You, you never know. You may never get a chance to see them again. Yeah, this is it. Jimmy, I, I love Jimmy's contribution to our show every once in a while. He was so it's serious. So, it's like, they've been retiring. How many have been retiring? They've been retiring since 1997. It's, it's their shtick. <laughs> <laughs> um, lots to get to on the show today. We'll we'll get into the the tipping conversation can be quite controversial. Yeah, but there's uh, there's that coming up. Um, have you heard the Buffy story? <laughs> the Buffy Saint Marie. Yeah. Yes. This is that's crazy. Bizarre. Yeah, that's crazy. Anyway, um, that's definitely what we're talking about. Plus the Matthew Perry conversation. Mm-hmm. Awful. Sad loss on the weekend. I yeah. Think you're Chandler. the one. I think you're the one who told us about this. I, yeah, somebody texted me like as soon as it happened. Couldn't believe it. I'm not sure why I have Bush. I think it's Gavin Rosdale's birthday today. I'm not positive on that, but I think it might be. Could be. He's in his late 50s. If I'm yeah, not he's mistaken. 58 today. 58. That's why I had that in there. All right. Well, Bush to get us going this morning. Martin from the locker room. You're listening to the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. About every six months or so, I think we have a tipping conversation. Yes. Um, it comes up. How much are people tipping? Is it increasing? Um, yeah, it happens. It's, it's, yeah. Fast food workers are now... Well, That's the debate. Should it, it, fast yeah. food workers be if, receiving tips? Is that coming from them, or is that just that's just a societal thing? I don't think fast food workers are going. What's wrong? Why do we? Get Why tip? don't we get it? Um, no, it was just a survey done um, where they asked people. Um, they just went and asked people, "Are you tired of tipping?" And then also on there was, "Should fast food people uh, workers be getting tipped?" And is that a no? Um. I think they people fast food fast food workers were seen as the least deserving of a tip. Forty eight percent of people said fast food never deserves a tip. <laughs> why? I don't understand why people are so against yeah. tipping fast food. So seventy five percent said ordering drinks at a bar is a tip worthy scenario. Um, delivery drivers get tipped. Eighty three percent said yes. Casual dining, fine dining, but fast food workers no, no chance. Screw you. <laughs> <laughs> what do you what do you do then if because some of them like I've got from Subway before? What are you going to yeah, tip? Subway asks for tips. Uh, what yeah. are you going to tip? I, I I never tip. I don't. I tip. Yeah. I I made the I sandwich myself. I, I don't I don't know why, but it's just I I 
Yeah, no. And you're I'm the tipper, tipper, too. And I tip bars. I, and I've cut back down to, you know, 19%, but... <laughs> you're lying. I, I, no, I, no, no, I've I can't, done... I can't, I can't listen to you. I, no, I've cut knowing back Knowing because... how limited funds you have, I can't have a conversation. <laughs> I can't go home today thinking that you tip 25%. Just, I don't anymore. Once I, he gets I, drunk. When I get drunk, uh, maybe. He makes it rain once You he's can't drunk. afford it. Like, I don't understand why you're doing that, but it doesn't... Anyway, I don't want to get tied up in that. nice guy. Um, topic today. Has your tipping changed in the last couple of years? Hmm. See, I've been pretty consistent, I w- and I was thinking about that because we have this conversation every six months, but I always, when I do... Um, when somebody comes to the door with delivery, which is very, very, very rare, maybe once a year, we go pick up. And if I go pick up, like if we order pizza yeah. or whatever from a restaurant, I will tip 10%. If you're going and, to pick it up. And I get criticized for that. But I tip 10% for yeah. the delivery. I tip 10% for, for cabs, for Ubers. I, I don't know why that number If you're sitting down at a restaurant, you're still 15. tipping. Okay. I yeah. t- and I've sort of maintained that. Um, I have the only change that I have made is as a recent one. I um, I went to a couple of concerts at Rogers Place. I've never when when I saw the deal and mm-hmm. the deal that Kate's got for that arena. Yeah. And again, I don't want to get into the arena conversation because I thought the arena was good for the city, but the deal was to me was brutal. I. I Mm-hmm. I couldn't believe, like, he just basically bent the city over, and th- there was some backroom deals in that. There, th- yeah. you can, you'll you never convince me otherwise. <laughs> the, th- the level of tax he pays... Want to get into the arena. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, so I was like, you know what? I'm never, I will never go to a, a hockey game there. I'm never mm-hmm. going to put money in Kate's pocket. But I do really love music. Live music. Yeah, to the so I've gone to Doobie I think, Brothers. And I think I've Tool. I think I've gone to five shows, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to go to a show and not drink. I'm sorry, <laughs> right? Like, I'm an alcoholic. Yeah. Okay. And so if you if you're if you're charging me 15 bucks for a beer, I, I'm sorry. I don't care what. I can't tip on that. You especially are when, never getting a tip from me, and uh, don't. Especially when you're going up there four times, five times. You can't tip every single time. There Suddenly is you're no paying $18 way in hell for a beer. you will ever get a tip from me. Yeah. And I'm sorry if you work at the at Rogers Place or your or your son works it, and 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 he, and he's you They're know he's working, poor and all that. Like I, I'm sorry. They can blame Daddy Case. Sixty bucks. For four beer, yeah. you are not getting a tip. <laughs> there is no money coming out of my pocket that's for fair. a tip. I think that's fair. You can jump over the bar and give me a handy. I am not giving well, you I, a tip. I might uh, tip then. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's the topic. Has your tipping changed in the last couple of years? And which way is it gone? Has it gone up or down? Or has yes disappeared at all? Yeah. Let's not talk about the arena. <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. Talking about tipping? Yeah, has your tipping changed in the last couple of years? Yes and no. Like, I heard about the whole sports going to a game or a concert. What I typically do, I, I, I'll tip on my last drink. Okay. Like, so if I have five yeah. beers, I'll tip like <laughs> 10 bucks. There you go. You guys, <laughs> oh, sorry. You guys, like, turn around and just disperse that between each other. That was Mike. That's an interesting mm-hmm. strategy. Some people do that at the beginning. Uh, we had a text saying, um, I tip really good my first beer, 
And that way they kind of progressively give worse. Some better service and stuff. But oh, so that might first, be a better strategy. Yeah, right off the, front the start, end. you give here's twenty bucks, whatever. Yeah. Here's forty bucks, whatever it is. Yeah, however much you're going to be spending. By the by the way, th- for those of you that have jumped in on my conversation about um, the cost of beer mm-hmm. at the arena at Rogers Place, and have said that they're doing it on purpose, they're doing it to slow down your drinking. Um, <laughs> meet Mike, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Who has five beers at the hockey game? <laughs> What's the math on that? That's pretty expensive, but five times fifteen. Well, usually you get two a period, right? If I go to a hockey game, I'm getting two in the first, two in the second, and then two before the third start. Five times fifteen, so that's seventy-five bucks. So that's eighty-five dollars for beer, yeah, just for one person. Yeah, they're really doing well, the it. Tickets just, are cheap, so well, it's well, fine. Exactly, right? <laughs> It's only two hundred bucks, three hundred bucks a seat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Has your tipping changed in the last couple of years? Uh, yeah, actually, it's gone way down. But that's not why I'm calling, guys. Actually, Highway 16 by the uh, Ukrainian village. There, a hay trailer had to have lost its load. The whole west westbound lanes are just covered in hay. All right, we'll get that on. What's your name? Shane. I wonder how many people how their tipping has gone down. I bet you it's it's a. Uh, well, majority of the population. I'll say this: I don't tip less, but I don't go out ever. That's I the think other people thing. Don't go out to eat as much because it's just so expensive, right? Yeah. So that's gone down. But uh, Mark said mine has gone both ways. I've become very particular about where and who I tip. Local businesses get twenty to twenty-five percent. If it's a chain, they get nothing. Um, Roger's place, he's taking their tip jar when they're not looking. <laughs> See, my thing is, you're tipping the person, not the business, right? Hopefully. Although there is some businesses that have been keeping tips, but... Uh, yeah, I kind of so agree with you on that, chain or it's a local, it's still the person is local. But anyway, since Mark's... Yeah, the tipping... You going to the local establishment has an impact on that local business. Totally. But the tipping... The tipping, the the place isn't keeping it. The, the yeah, worker is. I don't know. Who is that? The, the, Mark. Mark. I don't yeah. know. I would adjust that, Mark. Because, again, like I said, if you're tipping, unless unless you find out that the tips are going to that Which that I business, have heard of a couple places... That, that take the tips. That have been taking the tips and then... Yeah. That's wrong (laughs) on so many levels. The locker room topic of the day. Has your tipping changed in the last couple of years? I think a lot of people reevaluated how they were tipping after COVID, right? Mm -hmm. And then prices of things went up, like they skyrocketed. If you're you're tipping a percentage, you're tipping automatically more, Mm -hmm. right? I know people that sit down and break down the bill based on, well, I'm only going to tip on the cost of the bill. I'm not going to tip on the tax. Why am I tipping you on the, you know, the, the, the... the tax I was charged. Yeah. But it's only sense. <laughs> Big Dan Redwater, uh, he said, I know this is wrong, but I have been doing it for years. The hotter the server, the bigger the tip. <laughs> okay, Dan. <laughs> I appreciate the honesty, yeah, Dan. You know fair. what? You get points for honesty. Um, and then Uber Oren, she said, I tip my hairdresser with cash now. I found out the new owner of the salon is taking a percentage of tips through debit or credit, so I bring in cash when I go to my hairdresser to tip them. 
Uh, It happens. Yeah. It happens. Um, Wade was saying as tipping uh, goes up, or as prices go up, sorry, tipping goes down. Um, The only place I feel compelled to tip is at a sit-down, full-service restaurant or bar. Um, And then it's reflective of the service. Lou has gone up to 20%. Um, Christy, I tip 20% for everyone, and those who don't deserve it get 15%. I've been doing that forever, so that hasn't changed for her. I don't know um, if you're sending a real strong message there, Christy. <laughs> like, you're you're giving 20% for good service and 15 for bad service? Yeah. They're still getting 15%. They're still getting a really good tip. Like, I'm, I'm more of the school of thought that if you want to send a message to them about bad service, don't tip them 15%. <laughs> I'm against that. Yeah. <laughs> if you really want to send a message, then don't tip them anything. Yeah. And then get up and tell everybody in the restaurant that make you a, also didn't tip. Make a scene. I've done that. <laughs> no, not my, you. I'm With sure my it's family changed, running out of the door. It's changed their lives too. Those servers completely changed their lives around for you. <laughs> but you know what? Yeah. That's a good point. But the thing is, you know what? I don't do it for them. Yeah. <laughs> I do it for me. And to embarrass your family. Yeah. When I'm driving away from that restaurant, good. I want them to know how I felt. <laughs> I realize that I have very I little like impact that. on how they're going to live their lives past that point. <laughs> but you feel it good. It was for me. I had a moment of pride. <laughs> to the locker rooms. Jimmy at the movies. I shall call him Minnie. It's like Minute at the Movies, but shorter. Jimmy, what movie did you watch on the weekend? I know what you did last summer. I couldn't see it. Look, I swear. Is he dead? I don't know. That's after they smoked that guy with the car? Yeah, when they ran him over with the car. Okay. All right. That... I don't know what to say about that movie. It was very predictable. Like, I knew all the stuff that was going through. Yeah. Like, it was... it wasn't scary. Like it was kind There's of a couple of moments, but it's a different kind of scary. It's more startling than it is scary. Yeah, yeah. It's like that's scary a- is when something is coming out of the ceiling and to get you. Yeah, not okay. Someone jumps out and stabs someone in the face. You know, that's probably all about what you're bothered. Like you're bothered by spirits and ghosts, demons, and yeah, ghosts and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Where somebody might not be bothered by that, but that one scene where he was under the plastic, yeah, and then he like like she turned around and noticed that it was him, and then he jumped at her. That scared the living hell out of me. <laughs> you know I, what? I rewatched me because you saw him there. It was kind of okay. He's going to jump out now. I rewatched along the same lines of, of I know what you did last summer. Um, Final Destination on Saturday. Oh, you? I still haven't. I, I hadn't watched it like since it came out in two thousand. Uh, so I rewatched it. No idea what those movies yeah, are. Yeah, it was not as good as I remember. Are you a bit relieved that the October... I'm so relieved that October is done. We didn't have too many of the spirits and ghosts and exorcisms and, and demons. We were, we were pretty easy on you this time. You yeah, were kind of yeah, easy. Yeah. Well, um, we were stuck in this six six degrees of separation. We couldn't, we couldn't just go do the exorcist or whatever. Oh, the saw was the, awful, The saw though. was beyond awful. That was... And then that other one... Um, that was kind of like, no, that was last year. Anyway, what did you think of, uh, I know what you did last summer? Um, one thing I have to say about it, though, is it 
preluded to what's going to happen. Uh, like it says, I still know at the end. Yeah. So it's a, well, going to the second, second one, one, and yeah. instead of him having holding a hook in his hand, his hand's going to be a hook. So I know what's going oh, on in the second. I think one. I know what I think I know what happens in the second one because, because I watched. Yeah, it's the boyfriend. Or it's the I, I don't know I haven't seen the second one but I think it's the same sure, guy because the because he, he found the hand I don't it's remember Freddie this movie Prince at all. Jr. or whatever he turns out to be the actual bad guy in the second one I'm sure does he I don't remember I don't know he's the I one that hit the guy yeah but I'm telling you I think anyway okay <laughs> I gave it a three you gave it a three out of butter five. cobs of Tabor corn yeah. for Jimmy at the movies do we have a good jumping off I think we do. What's her name? The well, there's a great movie that Jennifer uh, Love Hewitt. Jennifer Love Hewitt's in that would be great for Jimmy to review. Okay, we'll talk about it. In I'll the save night. it. Yeah. You know what was surprising for me about her? She's tiny. Yeah. Like I didn't realize how small she is. Mm-hmm. She's barely as tall as a car. <laughs> <laughs> Time now for James P. White's Monday Morning Motivation. My brothers of the sword, I would rather fight beside you than an army of thousands. Let no man forget that we're, how menacing we are. We are lions. Do you know what's waiting for you at that beach? Immortality. Take it. It's yours. Have a great day, everyone. And thank you for listening to The Locker Room. Welcome to The Locker Room. Good morning, Cruz. Hey, Lachlan. I need you to give Uber Orin heck. What, what's he doing? We went to McDonald's. Okay. We did our order. They asked us to move up to the waiting area. And what did he do? There was no... Buddy behind us. What did he do? What did, what did he do? I told him don't move. He moved. You did the right thing. Thank you. Get him on the phone. Yes, and then he... Where? Get him on the phone. We moved, and they came out right away with our food. Oh, see, they didn't have to wait at all. They didn't forget yeah, about exactly. you, so the system worked. That's not the point, Brad. <laughs> the system worked. It's the not system the point. <laughs> it's not the point. She yeah. could have got her it meal out the like, window. It sounds like things went well. Yeah. But he's in his car right now, taking my son oh, so he, to the airport. Okay, he's so. ignoring. I will. I will. Thank you for okay. the call. Okay, bye. <laughs> I brought it up. I was at the McDonald's window, and I brought it up with the woman nicely. Mm-hmm. I said, "I got to ask you something. Why do you do this? Like, why do you move people up?" And she was like, what? Why did you ask me to move up? And she was so confused. <laughs> and by the time she figured out what I'd asked, the food came and I didn't have to move. <laughs> Swear to God. That happened like a week ago. Uh, so you're going to do that every time you're every in the drive through Every time now. Biggest issue. <laughs> the Locker Room presents The Grant Report. Brought to you by Battle Rattle Tactical Supplies. Supplying the front line since 2016. Now, Grant Johnson. Here's some good news to get your work week going. This is to let you know what you are working for today. Sometimes you need motivation when you go into work, right? Why am I here? What's the point of all this? Well, today I'm going to let you know that you are working for the planned City of Edmonton tax increase. That's your Monday motivation. 
to pay for that 7% tax increase. Uh, The city has told us they need to increase our taxes 7%. Originally, it was only going to be 5%, but, uh, you know, they needed to change it to 7%. Don't worry, though, because with all that extra money, you'll be getting better snow clearing this winter. They'll be able to complete construction projects faster and we'll have more affordable housing in the city. Actually, we get none of that. We get more bike lanes and more half-finished projects. And still no gondola. I would be much more willing to accept a 7% tax increase if I could swing, if I could cross the mighty North Saskatchewan on a swinging gondola while the homeless cook up a rabbit below you in the river valley on a nice open fire. Then I would be more willing to pay the 7%. But. Yeah, that's your Monday motivation. The Grant Report is brought to you by our Little Pedro t-shirts. This week, Little Pedro makes his debut in the ring. Get your shirt. Have a look at it here on our cameras. Look at that. That is a nice shirt. Just text us now for the link to shop. Gorgeous. I want to tie into the conversation Grant just had with the Grant Report. Just so you know, that is true. Your taxes are going up 7% Mm -hmm. next year. So get ready to get bent over by the city. Um, (laughs) But I want to talk about... that term a lot today. (laughs) Uh, Good Monday. (laughs) I do want to talk about what my plans... Bent over Mondays. My plans... Sorry. We got FF Fridays with Pam and Bent Over Mondays with the locker room. Don't include us in that. It's just Lachlan. Uh, I do want to talk about what my plans are moving forward. And I, I have no I've been given no permission to do this yet. I just want to talk a little bit about what I want to do um with somebody. Okay. Um, who anyway, we'll get into that after a couple of songs. The locker room only on cruise. Bend over Mondays continue here on the locker room. <laughs> if you go to my Twitter at Lachlan Cross, L O C H L I N C R O S S, you can have a look at a tweet that I sent out that got quite a bit of action on the weekend, actually. It was a response to one of the counselors, Aaron Paquette's suggestion that um, they're well within their rights to increase the taxes by seven the the, the property taxes by seven percent he said they're not immune to inflation as a city and they need to do this because everything's more expensive yeah yeah, yeah. including so, the services that we just should be getting yeah just so you know he's he's gonna blog about it mm-hmm. this week so you can Mark that on your calendars. <laughs> Go read that. My comment was that it drives me crazy when I see politicians defending raising taxes. When families, when money gets tight, what do they do? They adjust their budgets, and you make changes to how you spend the money coming in, right? Mm-hmm. And and I think a lot of us are doing that. We're we're making significant changes on on how we spend our money, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so the idea that the city just increases our taxes so that we have to hurt more in order for them to continue to do the things that they think they should do drives me absolutely insane. And I was having a conversation on the weekend with somebody who I will leave unnamed at this point because. 
they haven't necessarily agreed to do this. But he has spent quite a bit of time digging into the information that is readily available to everybody out there, right? Mm-hmm. When they make any changes or do anything, they actually have to let you know about it. So it's it's like a freedom of information thing. And this is at all levels of government. And don't get me wrong, there are backroom deals where it's like, hey, yeah, Daryl, for sure you'll only really pay enough money to, you know, your taxes will be mm-hmm. like disturbingly low for what you're getting for the next 10 years. Don't worry about it. Yes, and don't worry, you're going to get a brand new car, right? Like, I'm telling you right now that if you don't think that those backroom deals happen, then you're really naive. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he was explaining to me that he could find enough waste just with what is presented to the public, what we have access to, he found enough money where they would they would not have. We would see absolutely no change in the services that we're already getting from the city, and we wouldn't need the seven percent tax increase. Now, the problem with this is is that some of the stuff that he is sort of uncovering is fraud. Mm-hmm. So there's this legal conversation about that whether or not we should be unearthing this and how you do it, right? Is this guy Phil that you're talking about? It's not Phil. <laughs> I'm trying to think of people you know and talk to. <laughs> Who would be doing this? <laughs> sounds... It's not Black Ice Phil. <laughs> okay. So anyway, we're having a conversation behind the scenes and I've got to involve my boss because it could get us into trouble legally. Oh, good. <laughs> Oh, I love these kind yeah. of conversations. So anyway, but I want to do a weekly segment where this guy comes on and talks about how we are being, and maybe we'll do it on Bent Over Monday. It sounds positive. Yes. I thought you were a positive person. I am a very, po- <laughs> I am the most positive person you know. Right. It doesn't necessarily mean that I don't see through the bullshit, though. <laughs> okay. Anyway, go retweet that tweet. If you get a minute again, it's 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 in response to one of our counselors justifying the seven percent tax increase that we're going to get. Right. And you made a call. What will happen is this is and they always do this. Right. They'll justify for the next couple of weeks, the seven percent. Everybody will be up in arms. Right. And then they'll come back and they'll go, Okay, we've had a a change of heart. We don't need the seven percent. We're still going to hoop you. But it's going to be four percent, and then everyone 5%. goes, yeah, and then everybody goes, oh, well, thank you. <laughs> it's kind of you. It's you did it. Thank you. That's You're doing you, us a favor. That's how you play it. Yeah, that's exactly what's going on here. <laughs> they did it last year. Yeah, they're doing it again, and it it works because we're dumb. People are dumb. They sit there and they go, how much do we need? Okay, we need about four percent. Okay, let's ask for seven. Okay, mm-hmm. and then we'll come back when everyone goes crazy about the seven. We'll go back to the drawing, but we're okay. We're gonna, you know, what? we're gonna spend all night, everybody. We're gonna be, we're gonna be behind closed doors, and we're gonna do what we can for this for this community. And then we're gonna come back, and we're gonna be at four percent. Look what we did for everybody. We're only hoping you four percent now. That's exactly what's gonna happen. Glad I came in today. <laughs> what a good, yeah, this is positive. I like this bent over Mondays. This is the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. When I saw that um, we had lost Matthew Perry, 
I thought I had picked him for the celebrity death pool, and here's the reason why. I had him on my list, and as soon as I saw his name, I was like, I picked him. Didn't I pick him? Because he was one of my potentials. My wife was reading his book this summer. Yeah. That came out last year, and she was telling me about it. She was like, it was he's it was insane mm-hmm. what he was doing. Like, it was crazy. Oh, yeah, major drug and alcohol addictions. Yeah. And, yeah. And even, like, the opening of the book talks about how... He shouldn't be alive. Yeah. Like, I should have died multiple times, and then here's my story kind of a thing, right? Like, yeah. that's the introduction to the book. Um, and uh, I think we talked about it on the show once, or at least in this room. We've talked about it before, about, about his book. addictions and his and book his, and, yeah. Yeah. and everything else, yeah. About how he, he said, like, he couldn't even watch Friends because every season he could tell what he was addicted to just by watching it. Like, oh, that was opioids. Oh, that was alcohol. Oh, that was whatever. Just yeah. Basically. Based on his weight, based on his, yeah. So he was, yeah. So right now, there's there's no indication that he um, had slipped again. No, um, they said they're awaiting results on a toxicology report right now. Um, But there were no drugs at the scene of his death. He died in his hot tub. There was talk of um, a heart attack, I know. Yeah. When the report first came out. Yeah. Awful. Yeah, Awful. that was a very big surprise on Saturday But when I saw that news. Isn't that a thing, or am I just making stuff up, that if you go, if you're so addicted to stuff for so long and then you end it, well, your body the rejects. Heart, yeah, the heart thing is... Is uh, is a thing like you weaken your heart, right? If you yeah. if you're a, if you're an addict and you're really hard hard on drugs and alcohol and things like yeah. that, it can have an impact. The other thing too, a lot of times, what happens in the OD side of things is if you build up a certain tolerance over the years, right? Yeah. Based on abuse, and then you go clean and you go through all of the work to get yourself clean, then you fall off. The wagon again, right? And you reintroduce a certain amount back into your system. Your system can't take it, mm-hmm. and and a lot of people die from that. From well, that's what killed Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, uh, he relapsed and then used the same amount of heroin he had been using before, but he didn't have a tolerance to it. But yeah, there is no indication that he relapsed. No, Matthew Perry, his pickleball coach. I guess he had a pickleball coach. <laughs> said he had just worked out with him and he was doing fine. Okay, yeah, but. Who there knows? were some strange posts. He had weird Instagram posts because he never posts on Instagram. And then all and of a sudden. And then he did like five days in a row and they were kind of weird looking. Yeah. Yeah. Strange. I have a feeling we're going to find out about him jumping back into something, right? Yeah. Who knows? He was on a bunch of medication as well um, from from the book. What he ad- he admitted to is that he he is unable, based on how much mm-hmm. abuse he put his body through and how long he he was on these drugs, he, he couldn't actually live without some maintenance drugs. Yeah. So a lot of addicts take stuff. Well, and they were saying even like who knows how that reacted in the hot tub? Maybe some medication he was on, and then being in a hot tub too long, like that's bad for your heart. Yeah. Yeah. If you have heart problems, you're not supposed to be in hot tubs. So. We'll probably learn a little bit more about his story in the, next, soon. in the next couple yeah. of weeks. Yeah. News. Alberta legislature resumes today. Oh. 
Uh, beginning Get it ready. <laughs> with the speech from the throne. Um, the government house leader has said there is between seven to nine bills in this sitting, which will run from today until December. The big issue for this sitting is expected to be Danielle Smith pushing for a referendum to potentially leave the CPP. So that is supposed to be the big issue here for the next couple of months. The government also promised Albertans that they would have a direct say on any future tax hikes. So it will all be outlined today in the speech from the throne. But So we got the APP instead of the CPP. Yeah. We're um, we're going after the uh, federal government for the power grid problems. Yeah, um, even though that's regulated provincially. <laughs> um, and I'm just trying to think of what the next thing will be. There's always an issue. What, what, yeah, what would be the federal? I mean, carbon tax is always a fun one. That's Car- ongoing. Carbon tax will be that's there. Ongoing. That's ongoing. Yeah. That's that's also kind of the the power grid thing. That kind of yeah, they kind of go hand in hand. Uh, but I bet you she comes up with this song. <laughs> Everyone's like, what is this? We're going to have our own immigration rules in Alberta. Yeah. That's next. I could see that happening. And, and possibly. Some sort of rent control. Like, something. Yeah, you got to prove you're from Alberta. Yeah. If, if you lived in Alberta for 10 years, you get front of the line to rent an apartment something, or something. Something. There'll be something that. The federal government did. Yeah. It has to tie in with something to, the federal government's doing. You have doing. to be mad at what the federal government did, yeah. and then we are going to have our own rules. We'll have separate immigration rules for Canada. Yeah, but exactly. I think there Don't forget transfer payments. Transfer payments are a good one. Those are always yes, good, yeah. That, that kind of ties into... Um, the, the the CPP and the APP as well too because that keeps coming up with yeah. the with how much money we pay to prop up the rest of yeah th- that's one and the same so yeah. I don't know if we can branch off on that one no I I I think I nailed it here I think it's immigration <laughs> <laughs> the locker room I gotta be honest there's quite a few spots on this list that I was like what. <laughs> but th- well, hold on, but I didn't I I'm I've got the wrong parts. This is women. Yeah. This is women saying that they don't like these first date spots. So they are it's a list that has gone viral of places that women refuse to go on first dates to. Um so You know what? The whole list is kind of funny. Yeah. Um but I would start at number 1. I want to just run through it. Yeah, Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> What is wrong with the Cheesecake Factory? I love the Cheesecake Factory. They're saying been it's there? not a first date, though, right? Yes, maybe. Right? I get it. I get That's it. That's once you're comfortable with each other, because the portions there are enormous. Okay. So. Uh, Applebee's at number two. <laughs> number three, Chili's. Who doesn't want to go to Chili's? Chipotle at number four. Olive Garden at number five. Yeah, these are more relationship places. Like, you go to Olive Garden for yeah, the lunch yeah, special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, the thing is, with some of them, like you know, Olive Garden, it's all you can eat salad and breadsticks. <laughs> you know, you're going to look I like a total pig if you're... part of it, right? Like, they don't want to... They don't want to uh, share that side of them. Women are uh, sometimes can be subconscious about mm-hmm. the food thing, yeah. right? So I, th- I that makes sense why Num- this is a like off limits for first dates. Number six, the movies. 
Uh, What's wrong with the movies? I thought that was no, a thing. No, you don't talk. People are like, it's, it's a terrible first date. We're just sitting here in darkness. Yeah, we've talked about this before. Is it? You you're just you just show up together. You walk in. You watch a movie. If you talk, people yell at you. You know, it's you're not uh, okay, you're that's not a, getting to know each other. You're just hanging out together for a night. Okay, Number seven that's a point. Your house. <laughs> yeah. Don't invite them over to your house on a first date. Number eight. Especially if it's the den of sadness. Any fast food chain. You should never have a woman over at your never. place. Never. Not even if you're, even if you're married. <laughs> uh, number nine, Buffalo Wild Wings. I love that. Number 10, Wing Stop. I love this two wing places. Number 11, Red Lobster. That's probably where your parents had their first date, Jimmy. Your parents loved Red Lobster, didn't they? My mom. Make, your mom. My, my that was their anniversary spot. My, my, dad was, uh, my dad's a meat and potatoes guy. Mom's a lobster. And number 12, any buffet. That's uh, Number 13, IHOP. Number 14. What's wrong with IHOP? Denny's. Number 15, the gym. Yeah, that's gross. Uh, number 16, church. <laughs> number se- Tucked in there randomly. Number 17, Starbucks. Number 18, coffee dates. I, I thought, thought coffee dates coffee were awesome. Dates. I thought coffee dates thought were Starbucks good for a get-to-know-you. coffee you. dates was a good thing. I thought that was like a great first date. Yeah. Um, number 19, ice cream. Nobody wants to go for ice cream, apparently. What? Number 20 makes sense, family functions. <laughs> yeah. That's not a first date. We all come I, to this family wedding. I will side, yeah. I will yeah, side with that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, number 21, movie night. You know, Netflix and chill sort yeah. of thing. Um, number 22, somewhere that requires a long drive. Yeah. <laughs> 23, come on. Bowling? Bowling, come on. That's an awesome first date. I am against Uh, this list because of that. No, the bowling is probably the competition. Because if you're very competitive and you're taking your your first date out and you're going, I'm going to kill you like uh, because you're trying to win. You just don't want to turn them on too much with your bowling skills. (laughs) Number 24, nightclubs. Yeah. Number is nightclubs even a thing? Any are like I don't even think that I don't even. Do people know. go to nightclubs? I don't. What is a nightclub now? I think people I just go to bars and and pubs. But, are, but bars they kind of turn into a club like atmosphere when they t- when you yeah. just straight yeah, but dancing. just straight up nightclubs. Is that even yeah. a thing? like Privé and all those places aren't open anymore? I don't think. Uh, number twenty five hookah hookah bar. I thought that'd be a good one. Okay. Uh, twenty six a bar just for drinks. What? No. You got to bowling in that one need to be removed from the list. 27 Waffle House and Waffle House and 28 sporting events. You brought that up one time about like a hockey game would be a brutal first date. Everyone around you is listening in on your conversation and constant lineups. And I get that. (laughs) Yeah, there needs to be some adjustments to these bowling. Come on. Rethink it, ladies. Buffet should be on the like taking off that list. The Locker Room, only on Cruise. We said it, but I'll say it again. That list was women. Women saying yeah. they didn't like. I, I, I will agree. We did get one text uh, from Troy. He's upset about the coffee date being on there. He said coffee date is straight to the point without breaking the bank. Um, so he likes the coffee date. Yeah. Um, I would have to get somebody date. to explain the coffee date, Plus why that's can, not a thing. You don't me. have to be there long. Like, you're not there for a whole meal, so if it's not going well, you can just pound your coffee and, and get out of there. And it's kind of a public place, so it's, you know, comfortable for everyone. It's Wingstop, easy I to get. talk. Buffets, well, I get. Christy, she's a woman. She disagrees with 90% of the list, but we know Christy. And she's fun, though. Like yeah, Christy's, she's a Wingstop girl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's a take-a-first-date-to-wrestling girl. 
That's a bad idea. I'll put that out. I'll put that down on the list for you, ladies. MPW, just put that down now. So I don't have a lot of details about this. I didn't watch the Fifth Estate piece that outed her. Mm -hmm. Um, My information that I have is essentially memes. Okay. (laughs) That's how you got your news. Well... To the story. I told you about my buddy Indian Al yeah. that, that makes jewelry in, in Vancouver. Yeah. He's a friend of mine. He texts me every day. And he asked me if I knew anything about the Buffy thing. And I said no. So then he just started hammering with memes. with memes. And I must have got about 30 of him. 30 um, about it from him. So the story is Buffy St. Marie. If you don't know who she is, I mean, she's been around forever. She's a folk singer, um, indigenous, Indigenous, um, claims that she was born in Piapot, Saskatchewan. Um, So she's, yeah, been around forever. The Fifth Estate, CBC, released a report on the weekend saying that she is not indigenous, that her parents were from Massachusetts, and she was, yeah, not... Because her story was that she was born on the reserve in Saskatchewan and then adopted... And moved down to the states or whatever, and then she found out that she was from the reserve. And from what I know about yeah. the from the fifth estate piece as well, um, I also heard that there was like conversations with her family and whatnot too, mm-hmm. and they all knew she was never indigenous. Yeah, and everyone they, just kept quiet about. They it. showed her birth certificate. They showed everything in this fifth estate, and they're like, "Her mom looks like she's Betty Italian." Crocker. Yeah, <laughs> she is Italian. She's not, and so she put out a statement on Instagram. I didn't watch the full thing. We watched a little bit of it, but it kind of sounds like she's she's going like. Hey, even if I'm not indigenous, look at everything I've done for the indigenous community, and I bl- I connect to that community, so I am, and they've accepted me. So not anymore. Yeah, no. I think they're going to be quite annoyed by this. Mm-hmm. No. Um. So like, I can't speak I was for just anybody kinda, from that community. I was kind of looking it that, up. Wouldn't and, that upset you? And from what they're saying is it's kind of split. Some people are saying like, "Wow, I'm really like upset about." She lied to us all these yeah, years, yeah. and the other side is saying, "Like, yeah, but she did do a lot for us, and okay. we can't accept her in um, to our community." So it's crazy, though. You know what I was thinking was my situation, where forever I thought I was Scottish. Yeah, you're like very Scottish similar. German, and yeah. then um, my mom, like, like literally on her retirement, the day she retired from work and had a retirement party, we flew down there. Mm-hmm. It t- chose to that time to inform me that I'm Irish. Yeah, she said you're not Scottish. And so when I, I was just like, named you Lachlan. Like <laughs> I thought I was Scottish my whole life, and yeah. for years she had known. I wore a kilt to my wedding. <laughs> I did not wear a kilt, but she was she was kind of surprised that I was that upset about it. But I was like, when you identify with something your whole life, and mm-hmm. then, listen. I'm not going home and eating haggis on the weekends, but when you think something, <laughs> yeah, and then you right? find, and, then you find and I even looked at my sister, who she spends way more time with my sister. I'm like, did she ever mention this to you? My sister's like, nope, this is brand new information to me as well. But I've been meaning to, ever since that happened, that happened like four or five years ago, ever since that happened, I've been thinking 
that I need to do that spit on a stick and send it in the mail or whatever. Get it checked out, yeah. Because I'm interested now because I might not even be German. Who That's knows? the other part of this yeah. thing that came out. I might be Polish. <laughs> I kind of agree with you, too, is she might not have known. Is like, you know, I I know it's kind no, of she knew. It's kind of, you think she are knew? you sure she knew? No, or, or she you, knew. I, are you sure out, or her no, parents no, are that's like what she was? No. Her, it came out in the, um, it I came bet out it was in the fifth estate. The sort of thing she found out a long time ago and then just kind of kept it going. Like she probably she, didn't know off the start. She threatened her brother with the with divulging the information. There, there's like allegations of that kind of thing happening behind the scenes. Um, so she knew. Yeah. It's crazy. It is. Yeah, it's wild. I wonder yeah. what leads you to do something like that. Well, like, like I said, that. maybe she didn't know when she started, right? She had probably been told a story about where she was born and because she was adopted. And then she probably did think she was indigenous to start. And then when she probably found out at some point and she'd already found success. Right, as a singer-songwriter. You're giving her that much credit. Eh? But, I'm okay. giving her that. But not only yeah. success, but uh, acceptance. Yeah, acceptance, like, you know, too. And, she and found a family. Yeah, well, like you with the Mexican community. Yeah, Jimmy thought he was Ukrainian <laughs> all these years, and it turns out, oh, he's actually... I'm not Mexican. Little Pablo <laughs> from Tabor. I'm Pablo now. <laughs> By the way, you should never do that 23 and me. Yeah, it was I think you'll, you'll, bring, you'll bring down the whole system. Look at you. You found the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. Hi, I'm Chucky. I'm Chucky. Hey, want to play? So, did you go out this weekend? No. Couldn't get your costume on? I couldn't get my costume on. <laughs> because it's not... One person friendly because you have to do up snaps in the back and then try and get the suspenders over my shoulders so to clip long, them on. How long did you spend trying to get dressed? Over an hour. And then you just t- then I just went and- no. What did you do? I just sat home and drank. Oh, uh, yeah, you gave up though. You gave up trying. What to did you pay for out. the Chucky costume? Including the mask, over a hundred bucks. About so, a hundred bucks. So you did nothing with the Chucky costume. You. Other no, it was a complete waste of. S- yeah, well, no, so wait, far I had it, it's tomorrow. not actually Halloween yet. You can go trick okay, or treating tomorrow. And we brought this up. The offer still stands. Um, the wife and I are turning the lights off, right? And we're going to hide upstairs. Um, but we will will entertain this. I haven't brought this up with the wife yet, but I, I can convince her that this is a good idea. I want you to stand on my front step with a big knife in your Chucky costume with the lights out for Halloween tomorrow. How much will you pay him? I'll give you some beer. You got, does, is he going to hand out candy to you? Uh, you think any you kid hand, is going to come around? Yeah, you should hand out candy. I mean, don't want to ruin a kid's Halloween. So that'd be funny. Okay, I'll get a bowl of something. Yeah. Beer tabs. Knowing you. Yeah. I you want to like do it. it? I like it. You just stand out there for an hour. No, he's going to make me stand out there all night if he's giving me beer. <laughs> <laughs> I know him. It's supposed okay. to be six it's, degrees. It's, it's supposed... Okay, Bring Jimmy. Bring costume tomorrow. Kate, just stand there. Kate, Jimmy, we'll do this. Okay? you can. I'll give you a beer for every two hours you're out there. Chucky's got a knife, right? He does, yeah. Or is it big scissors? No, what he's is, got a knife. What does he kill people with? A knife. A knife. Okay. All right. I thought it would be funny if you had like an actual chainsaw and you were just like... <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. Holding a chainsaw. Wrong costume. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, you gotta have it's a chalky costume. You gotta have a knife. You gotta have the knife. Yeah, I mean, obviously, make it a fake one. Just standing there on my porch. <laughs> <laughs> Just standing there. That would be awesome. And you got the ring camera, so you got footage of him scaring people. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. if he's awesome. still enough, they'll just think it's like one of those inflatables. Yeah, yeah. And man. then he'll come around. sit for film. that long. Yeah, put the bowl in Can front of you. Can he get a chair? Just put a bowl in Can front of you. Can he have a chair? <laughs> just put a bowl in front of you, and then as kids come up, go, oh, Hi, my name's Chucky. <laughs> Want to play? Uh. Think about it. Come over. That's awesome. I think that's great. Mm-hmm. We'll yeah. put we'll put no decorations up. Nothing. Just that. Just Chucky. <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. Makes you seem pretty put together by comparison, hey? Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM. Brought to you by Arden Roof Systems.